0: Friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Proverbs 31 Ministries podcast, where we share biblical truth for any girl in any season. I'm your host, Kaylee Olson, and I'm here today with my friend and co-host, Meredith Brock. Well, hey,
1: Kaylee. Um, we just recorded an amazing teaching with our friend Ellie Holcomb. You guys might recognize that name. Ellie is a singer, songwriter, turned author, and she is here on the show today to give us a message all about using scripture to get through whatever you might be facing today.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's such a good teaching, and we are pumped to share that Ellie's book, Fighting Words, which she talks about today, is our next online Bible study, and y'all, we are gearing up for summer over here, and I don't know about you, but it can be really hard to stay consistent with anything when you're juggling events, vacations, for some of you, your kids' crazy summer schedules, and that's why we have chosen to create a simple but transformative study just for you in whatever season you're in. So when you join the study, you'll read through fighting words for 100 days and know while you're doing it, you're building a solid foundation that will launch you well into the next season. The study starts May 31st, so you can sign up for free today at Proverbs31.org study. All right, friends, here is our conversation with Ellie. Well, guys, we are so excited to have our friend Ellie Holcomb join us on the podcast today. Welcome, Ellie. Hi, it's
2: so
1: good to be here. I love y'all so much. <laughs> well, Ellie, you are no stranger to the Proverbs 31 family because you've actually done several events with us and our president, Lisa Turkhurst, which was yes. so fun a few years ago. Um, and when you do those events with people, there's this like special bond, guys. I want all of our podcast listeners to know I refer to tour and these events like adult summer camp. you go away and you have these like kind of crazy experiences together and you just bond really fast and you get to know each other really fast. And it was just such a joy, um, to be able to do those events with you. And so I know you, but I want our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Okay, Ellie. So I'm going to ask you two questions. The first is what is your absolute favorite Road trip snack, like you're driving for like four or five hours. What are you going to get grab at the gas station?
2: Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm a weird, I'm a really weird snacker. And this is probably because I've been on the road for a lot of my life. So this is going to sound so lame. I'm going to sound so lame right now, but pretty much my number one snack is a can of green beans.
1: What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I, I drained Wait a minute.
2: car. Yeah. Uh huh. Believe it or not, most gas stations, you can look, it's usually right next to like, you know, where they have paper plates, toilet paper and oil for the cars. Right next to that is some canned goods, mac and cheese, ramen, and usually a can of green beans.
1: That really oh, gosh. is a testament to somebody who has spent a large amount of time on the road.
0: Oh, <laughs> the genius, man. You just rattled
1: off what, How they organize the shelves in the gas station? You did. I feel a lot better about
0: myself right now. I don't know know about
1: you. I was gonna go straight for the Chex Mix and like a can of Coke, y'all. I do. I do love a diet
2: Coke, especially if it's a fountain drink with a little like pop of Dr Pepper in it. Like Mm, if you're mixing your own. Yeah. But. And I do love salt and vinegar chips, but typically like this was before, you know, I was touring in the times before you could get like pretty good salads at most fast food places or whatever. And I am like kind of lame and I love like peppers and cucumbers. I love like fruits and vegetables and I was just like starving for those. So I figured out. You can get green beans at a gas station. Hey, They're a little squeaky them. when you eat them cold from the can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> squeaky is the right word. Because right now I can envision them. They kind of squeak out of the can. like They once, do. Yeah, I know. I'm this. making this sound really appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have one more question. And that is, apart from your squeaky green beans, what is <laughs> one thing you absolutely have to bring with you when you are out on the road traveling. Like that one thing, if you don't bring it, you're going to be super bummed. Because gonna you're going to be like, bummed. Okay.
2: Oh, gosh. I kind of have two. Am I allowed to
1: cheat and say two? Yeah, sure. Well, if if sure. I had to choose
2: one, if I had to choose just one, y'all, I do not leave. I'm holding two cans in my—I have a travel size and a regular of dry shampoo. Yes, This ma'am. is essential. <laughs> These are the essentials, okay? I just— It's really helpful when you're on the road. Mm -hmm. So I've got a small and a big can of dry shampoo, dry shampoo, not anything fancy, Batiste. It's like $1.39. And then I have this crazy, do y'all remember Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yes, no, um, yes. that movie and how the dad was obsessed with like Windex and he mm-hmm. thought Windex could like heal anything. Yes. I have a version of Windex. It's not Windex. It's called Unkers and okay. it's multi-purpose therapeutic salve and it is amazing for colds for headaches. It says that it kind of um heals Most anything. It's like joints, muscle soreness, skin irritations, (laughs) colds, coughs, sore throats. And I really do. My kids like roll their eyes at me because if they're feeling sick, I'm like, I'm just going to, mom's going to get you some (laughs) unkers. Oh my
1: gosh. Can you send some to my house, please? That would be be great. I can use that. it's
2: kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Vicks Vapor Rub, but maybe a more natural version of that with like peppermint oil in it. It's great.
1: Okay. Okay. If you're okay. an essential
2: oil person, Unker's Multipurpose Therapeutic Salve is for you. And there's a little mountain man at the bottom of it that says, to God be the glory. So okay. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm
2: going to send y'all a picture so you can share this with your listeners. But it is, it is a really good thing to carry with you.
0: All right. I mean, the value that we just got from learning about green beans and unker stuff for all the all the things, Um, Ellie, it can literally only go up from here, my friend. And so now that we've learned all of this, I'm going to turn the mics over to you so that you can dive into what you came here to talk to us about today. We can't wait.
2: Awesome, y'all. Well, I am so, so grateful to be here with y'all today. I have a very special spot in my heart for the Proverbs 31 family. And I love Lisa Turker so much and have been so honored to get to work with her um, a lot over the years and um, admire her so much. Um I wanted to tell the story of Uh, something that has absolutely changed my life. And it is the word of God. Um, so I just about 13 years ago, um, I, I started memorizing scripture with a friend of mine who battles depression. Uh, I was sitting across the table from her, uh, at a, at a young life camp and she was just sharing her heart with me. And in the middle of the conversation, I realized, man, I started to get really, I started to get really frustrated because I realized that there were so many lies that she was believing about, lies about who she was, lies about uh, who God was and how he loves her and how he loves us. And, and in the middle of this conversation realized, oh my goodness, there are so many lies that I believe too. And so, um, sort of in the middle of this conversation, I just got angry because I had this realization that there is an enemy. He is called the father of lies. And when he speaks, lies are his native language, that punk. So I was just like, you know what? I am so sick of, of the enemy stealing our joy, stealing our peace stealing that, the John ten ten life to the full that God comes to offer us. And God calls his word a sword and I am going to use it. I am not going down without a fight. And I realized maybe it wasn't enough for us to just, you know, kind of say, Oh, that's a lie. Oh, that's a lie. Like it's super important to acknowledge the lies that we believe. But I think even more so, than that, uh, it's really more important to replace the lie with something stronger, to replace the lie with the truth. And there is so much strong and sturdy truth in God's word. And so, um, I, in the middle of this conversation, I was like, Hey, you know what? Uh, my friend's name is Annie. I was like, Annie, you need to pull out your journal right now. And I did what sometimes you do. I don't know if you've ever done this. Um, I just started flipping through my Bible for anything that I'd ever underlined before. Cause I was like, gosh, if I've underlined it, I know it's good. Of course, all of God's word is good um, and useful for teaching. But I just was like, okay, write this down, write this down. And so she starts writing down all these scriptures and I'm just saying, you and I are going to start memorizing scripture. And we have called the scripture that we've memorized our fighting words. And y'all, it, it has absolutely Changed us memorizing God's word together. And I need to be really honest with you here and say that we're not super great. We're not like really good at uh, memorizing scripture. It is, it it does not come naturally. It's very hard um, and a little bit awkward and clunky, but it is one of the most fruitful practices and spiritual disciplines that I've kind of leaned into in the last decade of my life. Because as we have started memorizing God's word together, burying light and treasure and truth in our hearts, it has started changing us from the inside out. And it hasn't necessarily changed, you know, all of our circumstances. It's not like we started memorizing scripture and it, completely got rid of my friend's depression or fixed all the extenuating circumstances or trials or um, heartache that we had had. But man, it started giving us solid ground to stand on and anchor down in when the shame storm started rolling in. And uh, I am so grateful that God isn't lying when he says from Isaiah 55, 9 through 11, that as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your Thoughts as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is the word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Y'all, that is a major promise, and that is what I've seen. God do as we've buried his truth in our hearts, I've seen it uh, cause a garden of flourishing, a garden of hope, a garden of comfort to begin to grow like from within my very heart. And I am so, so grateful for this. So I started, so we've been doing this for over a decade, trying to memorize scripture together. You know, in John 8, 32, God says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And in Hebrews 4, 12, it says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. You know, God's word has convicted. It has pointed me. To back to Jesus, back to the cross. It has brought comfort. It has brought light in in some of my darkest moments. Um, and so I just was kind of undone. This is why I started writing. Uh, it's actually why I started writing songs is uh, because I have a hard time memorizing scripture, even though it is so beautiful. So I just thought, man, what if I could, this is nothing new under the sun, but what if I could Sit in God's word and let music come out and, uh, just sing. Say, God, I believe, I believe this truth, but help my unbelief. Um, and for whatever reason, when I sing, it helps me believe. And so, um, I think what I want to encourage you and invite you into today is, is to, is to invite you almost dare you to join me on a journey of memorizing God's word, to bury some light in your heart so that when you get into those dark, heavy moments, you don't even have to have God's word with you. It is just literally resides inside of you. Um, it has been, I, I can think of so many stories, uh, but one of them uh, went through a really scary, scary uh Time with my husband, he got really sick. He had uh, meningitis, actually, and viral meningitis, and he um, ended up in the hospital. I am, I am freaking out driving him uh, to the hospital. You know, I can, I'm making wrong turns. I'm panicking, and and all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay, God, God, Jesus be near, Jesus be near, Jesus be near. I start. I had buried all of these scriptures in my heart. And they start coming up and that's what I start praying. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that transcends our understanding will guard your hearts and minds of Christ Jesus. I start saying that verse. I start saying the verse, the beautiful verse from... Second Timothy one, seven, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. And y'all, it was like, I can't even describe it. It was just like, all of a sudden this peace came over me that didn't make any sense as I was holding on to God's promises in this really scary time. I actually made it to the hospital, um, and Drew was ended up being okay. But it was it was the balm and the comfort and the hope and the light that I needed to calm me um, in the in that really scary uh, circumstance with my husband. Um, So I was memorizing scripture. I was like kind of blown away uh by how it was changing me and encouraging me. And I know, I know this, I grew up in the church y'all, but it was, I was like, oh my goodness, I have not practically like memorized scripture since I was a little kid. So I was telling my friend, Sarah Gilmore, um, who is a beautiful spirit and pastor's wife. And I was just like, okay, Sarah, I am memorizing scripture. It is like absolutely flooring me. And I just want to encourage everybody to do this. It is like changing my life and my heart. And in the times that I'm feeling bitter or weary or tired or full of doubt. It's like bringing me back to the source of life, to the source of truth, to the living word, Jesus. And she was like, well, Ellie, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Because if you look back in the story from Matthew 4, it's the first thing Jesus is baptized and by John the Baptist. And then he goes into the wilderness and is tempted for 40 days. And it's like, that is a crazy circumstance. Like Jesus is first, he's been baptized. God says, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. And then he goes off into the desert alone. And I love, it seems like kind of a crazy first thing to do uh, for the ministry of Jesus, you know? Um, But but I love it because I think every single one of us knows what it feels like to be in the wilderness. And I love That God sent his son literally into the wilderness to show us how to navigate the wilderness. And this is what my friend said to me. She goes, you know, Satan comes and tempts Jesus when he's in the wilderness for those 40 days. And every single time that Jesus responds to the lie, the living word responds to the lies of Satan with these words. It is written. It is written. So every lie that Satan tells every lie, all three lies, Jesus responds with, it is written. And then he quotes scripture back at the enemy. And my friend just said, you know, if Jesus used the word of God, the written word of God, if the living word of God used the written word of God to combat the lies that the enemy was telling him, it is probably good for us as well to do that. In Matthew 4, 4, uh Jesus answered, uh, Satan. So I'm gonna read just like this little uh section of Matthew 4, starting in verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. No kidding, I'd be hungry too. <laughs> We're talking about snacks. I'm feeling hungry now. The tempter, verse three, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And and, in verse four, Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hmm. I feel like there is this beautiful table that has been set for us. It is a feast. There is a feast of truth and light and hope in God's word. And, um, and I guess for me, what I want to do is invite you to come sit at that feast, like, Eat to the fill. Drink all that you can of his word. Hold on to it. I think so often I, I am willing to settle for, I am willing to starve. I'm willing to just settle for crumbs under the table where, where God is inviting us to sit down in green pastures, to come to a table that he sets for us, even in the presence of our enemies and to feast on every word that comes out from his mouth. And, um, I, I am so delighted to invite you to bury the light of God's word, the truth in God's word, um, and the hope from God's word deep in your heart, like a treasure that you will always have no matter what you are facing. Um, and this has been the joy of, of writing. I've started doing this on Instagram. Fighting Words Friday, uh, just trying to memorize scripture and hold onto scripture weekly in my little corner of Instagram. And then um, it's been a really beautiful thing uh, because that has turned into this devotional that uh, I've, I've written. And when people ask me if I've written a book, I'm like, no, I haven't really written a book. I've mainly just written An Invitation that's what I feel like it is. It's an invitation to come and sit at the feast of God's word. It's called "A 100 Days of Speaking Truth into the Darkness is the subtitle of the book, Fighting Words. But really what it is, it's just an invitation to come sit and feast at the table of God's word and to bury that treasure in your heart. And so I just want to invite you uh to... To treasure the living and active word of God. It has been a balm and a comfort and, um, and a light in the darkness. And ultimately God's word has become a song that I've sung in to into the darkness inside of me and into the darkness of the world around me. And I just want to invite you to join me in bearing God's word in your heart. Um, I think one of the things that I've done with my kids throughout the book, there's like these 10 beautiful, like beautifully written pages, um, that I call them scripture memory invitations. And, um, one thing I've tried to memorize scripture with my kids and it's so interesting because I think we were just all kind of made to sing in one way or another. Y'all may be hearing me say that and you're like, Trust me, Ellie. God did not make me to carry it, <laughs> but I do think um, what I end up doing whenever I'm trying to memorize God's word is, especially with my kids, I end up just singing it. And so, um, because of that, it is it has been so beautiful. Uh, for my family, we just had, uh, this is another, I'll just close with this story of um, just a practical application of memorizing God's word and seeing that bring light and life and hope into the darkness. We had a really scary 2020, March 3rd of 2020. I woke up in the middle of the night. My husband was out of town and we've got three little kids, Amy Lou, Huck, and Rivers. And uh, our entire house was shaking An EF4 tornado was passing right behind our house in Nashville. And, um, I have never been more scared in my life. Run into my kids' rooms. We all run down to the basement. It was just so, so scary. And so as you can imagine with little kids, um, any storm that comes after that is just a little bit like, almost like post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, they just like, they hear thunder and they're like super scared. And so, um, I just thought, you know what, kids? I think that we've got to find some fighting words for this fear. Because like, obviously fear can teach us things like when we hear storms, we know that we can do everything practically to check the weather and do everything we can to be safe. So there's like a use, there's this, there's a somewhat of a use for fear, but God has not given us the spirit of fear. We can learn from that. And then we don't have to stay in that fearful place. We get to move into a place of power and of love and a sound mind. And so y'all, we just started in the basement, you know, there's, there's a storm, there's crazy wind happening and. Tennessee and Nashville, we always have crazy storms in the spring. And so it has been so beautiful. This has become our storm anthem and I've got my guitar here. I am, uh, I'm a singer before I ever wrote an invitation or a book, (laughs) but I'm a singer songwriter. And so this is, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sing this over you. I don't know if you have ever had, um, I, I have a lot of, yeah, I call myself a warrior in progress and um, it has been a beautiful thing to walk around, marching around the basement in my house, even as a storm is passing through and to sing this truth with my kids. And as we have sung that over and over and over again, as we've really held on to God's word, all of a sudden... His word is the thing that we're holding on to, not the fear. And it has been so beautiful to watch this little song and this truth from God's word transform my own trembling heart and my little kid's trembling heart. Sorry, it just makes me want to sob. Um It has transformed our house from a house full of fear to a house full of faith, proclaiming God's word, even in the face of the storms, of literal storms that we face. But, uh, I have seen God bring such, such hope and companionship and comfort and empathy and grace and light, uh, in the face of, uh, not just actual storms, but just the storms that we face of loss and ache and struggle and fear and doubt and pain that we inevitably that we inevitably face here in a broken world. So I'm just going to sing, uh, this little verse, 2nd Timothy 1 7, uh, to kind of close out our time here today. And then I'm going to pray for us, uh, to close us out today. So this is, uh, 2nd Timothy 1 7. This is our storm song. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I'm going to just invite you wherever you are to sing that with me. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love in a sound mind. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love in a sound mind. Jesus, I thank you that you are the living word. I thank you that you have given us the word, your word, God's word, the Bible, full of truth, full of the most beautiful story I know of of you, Jesus, coming to be broken for us so that we could know that our brokenness is never the end of the story, so that we could know that death doesn't have the final word. Love does. Father, I thank you for all the wisdom that that, that is on the pages of your word. And, and I pray that you would help us to be women who, who are full of your word, who bury this truth that is on the pages of the Bible deep in our hearts, deep in our children's hearts, that we would be women, women who, uh, who bury truth and light in our hearts and then who speak truth and light to to our own hearts and to the world around us, Father. I pray that you would help us to be women who can laugh at the days to come, Father, um, because even though we don't know what the Future holds, we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I thank you that all the days ordained for our life were written in your book before one of them came to be, and that you are a God who is with us um, in the morning and in the evening. You're a God who uh who Darkness isn't dark to you because you are light. So Father, I thank you that we get to be God carriers, that we get to be the hope people who walk through this broken and weary world with a knowledge of a hope, with our peace, with our feet fitted, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, Father. And so I ask that you would help us to move about this broken and weary world as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, that you would help us to hang on to your word, that you would use your word to transform us and make us to be people who are more like you, whose lives are shaped more like you, full of love and grace and truth and peace and hope. Father, I thank you for the hope that I've found on the pages of your word for the way that it has been a balm and a comfort and a song that I've sung into the darkness within me and into the darkness in the world around me. And I pray that we would be people who sing your truth wherever that we go. Uh, And I thank you that you know what Whoever's listening today, you know what they're carrying. You know what they're walking through. Father, you know the fears that we face. And I thank you that you didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind, Father. So would you help us to ground our minds and our hearts and the truths from your word and the promises from your word and that you would help us to be seasoned like salt uh, in this in this world to be ready with an answer of hope uh, for when people ask us, hey, what is the reason for this hope you have that we would be the people who tell the stories of your kingdom coming and your will being done here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 That was beautiful, Ellie. Uh that song. Okay, is that can can our friends get that somewhere? Can they listen to that? Cuz I just feel like yes. somebody's going to need to listen to that today after this podcast. Yes, so can yes. You find, can you find
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. So I've actually uh a lot of people are asking me to make an album of this uh which I haven't done yet, but on my Instagram, I basically I actually sing every promise um, every scripture memory invitation. I have a song for everyone. I, I'm basically singing scripture every Monday on Instagram. And so if you go on my Instagram feed, you can go to memory Mondays and there's this song from second Timothy and I don't know, uh, probably 30 others. I just keep sitting in God's word and letting a melody come out That's to help. Awesome. To help myself carry truth around in my heart and to help little, little hearts carry big truths around in their, in their hearts too.
1: I love that so much, Ellie, because I think, like you said, song helps so much for it to just kind of stick better. Um, yeah. But I do have a question for you. I love in your teaching, this kind of stuck out to me and grabbed a hold of me because I think I wrestle with this a lot. And that is that, that scripture that says, you know, I believe this, but God help my unbelief. And <laughs> Oftentimes I think there's this gap right between, I think logically I read scripture and I say, I, I do believe this. Like I really do believe what it says here, but there's this gap between what I believe in my head, what I'm experiencing in my heart and what I'm experiencing in my circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. often that gap is the place, perfect place for skepticism to really Mm -hmm. begin to, to grow. You know, and so what would you say to the gal that's in that place that says, you know what, Ellie, I believe God's word. I really do. I don't think, you know, I believe that it's in the inerrant word of God, but this is not what I'm experiencing right now. And so I'm not sure this whole scripture memory thing really works.
2: Yeah, well, I, I would just say I have been there. I still feel there today. I love God's word. And in the same breath, there are times where I'm like, this is confounding. This is like crazy. This is yeah. it feels backwards and upside down in the gospel. Usually does feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say I remember um there was a season, um, and this is really it was one of my first, you know, encounters with really hanging on to scripture. Um, there was a a Time I guess over a decade ago now where our house got broken into, which is kind of, I don't know, uh, crazy, nothing, just someone took our TV and a couple other things from our house. We weren't there. Um, but for whatever reason, it just, I was so afraid. Like I was so afraid. Um, And all of a sudden it didn't, it wasn't like they just took my TV. It felt like they kind of stole my Mm peace. I would go, I just was having a really hard time falling asleep. And so I had a friend come over and she was like, Ellie, I really think you need to hang on to God's word and just like keep saying it over and over again. So there were several verses that I, would say over and over again, if God is for us, who can be against us? That same one from Second Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And y'all, I would say these verses over and over and over again for, I think I just said them for like, I don't know, a month and a half I was holding on to these. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, not really feeling much different. If that, mm-hmm. I, just to be Truthful with you. Um, but all of a sudden, uh, I will never forget the night. It was probably a month and a half of of holding on to these verses and just almost saying them like a meditation over and over at the end of, you know, as I'm trying to fall asleep in my bed at night. All of a sudden, one night, I was like, man, my friend's telling me to do this. This isn't, I still kind of feel the same. I'm going to hold on to truth. Like, out of obedience, out of hope that somehow this will click. And there was a night where all of a sudden I just believed it. Mm-hmm. It just, something shifted for me. It was like, I I had held on to that so much. that I'm like, oh, I actually, I actually believe that this is true. I was praying the whole time. God help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. And it took a really long time, but I guess I would just say, um, what's really good about the truth is that it's just true whether or not we believe it. And so, um, I'm really thankful for that. Like God doesn't change based on how we feel about, him, you know, based on the fact of whether or not we believe in him. And so um, it it is really sturdy. The truth is always kind of there for us to go hang on to. And so I would just say, I would just encourage you, um, maybe try memorizing some scripture. No, it may not make you feel better overnight. But I think ultimately, um, I mean, this is like science, right? It's creating like a new pathway in our brain of saying, okay, um, I can choose to believe this, but we also have a choice in what we believe. And I'm actually going to choose to hold on to this truth, even though I don't believe it, I'm going to cling on to it. And, um, and I would just say that I'll be praying for you if you're in that place of having a hard time to believe. I'm holding out hope that, uh, that, that. God is who he says that he is. And, um, and his word is alive and it's active and that it will accomplish the purposes for which he sent it. And we, that may not happen in the time that we think or wish that it would. Um, but I do really believe that it's like planting seeds in the ground sometimes. And sometimes you just look at a seed in the ground and you're like, wow, it's, that's just dirt. That's just Mm feels (laughs)
0: like
2: oil. Um, but over time, it really does grow. I was just actually out in my garden this morning and I planted these arugula seeds uh, this last winter. And it was so crazy. It honestly didn't do very well. My arugula really struggled this winter, but it's been so beautiful this spring. It's all turned into these like beautiful flowers that are like taller than my kids. Mm. And my kids were just saying yesterday, they're like, mom, this was a tiny seed. Mm. And now these flowers are taller than us. I didn't really realize that arugula flowered in the spring, but it does. And these beautiful little white flowers. And so I would just encourage you to continue to bury. Truth yeah. in your heart, because um, even though it may take time, like in the winter, I love I love in creation. God writes this all over creation. The leaves, I mean, and in the spring, even when the storms come, it's really a good reminder for me because it I have a lot of fear and and the, I have like a weighted blanket that we pull out. You know, mm-hmm. like we have different things when the storms roll in. You know that help like practically and physically, but um, when I look at the trees that just look absolutely dead and barren. Uh, I know that there is life underneath that. And so I just would encourage you if you're having a hard time believing and you feel like you've been in a really long winter, Mm -hmm. uh, that the winter doesn't have the final word. Like Aslan is on the move.
1: (laughs) Spring is coming. That's so good, Ellie. I think even just giving that example of like, it was a month and a half of you fighting. And I think it's just so appropriate that that's what you called your book fighting words because it's fighting against that unbelief. I also think it's so on point and, and right that you use the example of Jesus's temptation in the wilderness. Yeah. I think oftentimes we um, think about temptation, like, Oh, I'm going to be tempted to like go into the circle K and like snatch up a, a, a candy bar and not pay for it. <laughs> well, I would, right. I would, I would right. as far to say that the three of us, We're not going to be tempted to do that. You know, that's not going to be the sin we're tempted into. We're going to be. Maybe green beans. Maybe a can of green beans. Maybe, maybe a can of green beans. (laughs) You know, our girl likes green beans. But we're going to be tempted to not take hold of God's word and really believe it. You know, and we have that's temptation. That's our temptation towards sin, you know. And so I just think this is so such a good and powerful teaching for our listeners to hear today because you do have to step into this and fight fight the temptation to doubt even yeah. when you can feel it creeping in and y'all I have Ellie I didn't tell you this beforehand but I got a hold of your book I've been reading it over the last month and it has just been such a blessing to me mm-hmm. in some of the places that Um, I feel doubt creeping in. I feel feel fear creeping in. And I am really excited that we are going to be hosting your book as our next online Bible study. Um, It starts May 31st. And we want you to spend, we're we're doing 100 days.
0: 100
1: days of us walking through Ellie's book, fighting words, fighting that doubt, fighting that temptation towards fear with the truth of God's word. And so y'all please come do it with us. Spend the summer using your fighting words with us. Cause I, I know I need it and I hope our friends um, here listening today will join us. You can sign up for that completely free online Bible study at proverbs org
0: slash study. Absolutely. And, Meredith did just mention that the study starts May 31st, but because we're doing this over the entire summer, this is the perfect study to jump into really at any point. Like you can catch yeah. up and um, the book can be read at any time. And so don't think that you have missed your opportunity to join us. This is a book that if you're listening to this, you need to join us for for the study so that you can learn how to fight to whatever doubts that you're facing. And while the study is free, we do want you to take the next step and grab Ellie's Professional fighting words to make the most of your study. We've got it in our online bookstore at p31bookstore.com. So after you sign up to join us for the study for free, you can grab your book there. We've linked it for you in the show notes. Absolutely, and like Ellie said, if
1: y'all want to join her for these Mondays where she is just singing Scripture, go check her out on Instagram. Her handle is at Ellie. That's E L L I E Holcomb, um, where she shares just encouragement and the latest project she's working on, and just these beautiful songs. So, thank you so much for joining us today, friends. At Proverbs Thirty One Ministries, we believe when you know the truth and you live that truth out, it really will change everything.